Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. What up, everybody? LR Show inspirational speech from Rocky what, Chris? I don't even know. That's Rocky Balboa, the sixth one. Rocky Six. Wow. Very seldom is uh, Rocky Six reference, but apparently you... Actually, it's a very underrated movie. I think. I think it's a very underrated movie. That's the one where he's down and out and back on the streets, raising the kids in the, uh, well, the neighborhood. no, no, that's Rocky Five. Rocky Six is about him, like, coming out of retirement. His wife has died. He runs a restaurant. Oh, you know, right. His son is now an adult, and he's, like, not, not into being... The whole speech is because the son doesn't want to continue to be in his, son, his father's shadow, and him coming out of retirement makes it difficult on him to try and, like, you know, continue to shed that. So. I got the whole synopsis now. Rocky Five is uh, you knock him down, won't you try knocking me down now, right? And that's the whole nutshell yeah. of that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is the Lunatic Radio Show. I'm Kieran. That's Chris Atelli over there in the great state of New York, right smack dab in the heart of uh, Manhattan. And uh, this is the Lunatic Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Lunatic Radio. Live number to call in, 718-690-9290. Go ahead and do that if you want to call into the radio program. I want to say thank you to all the listeners out there who uh, went uh, again, knocked it out of the ballpark for me uh, with the GoFundMe LR fundraiser on the GoFundMe page. Uh, All you listeners out there who donated, it is absolutely remarkable what you you put forth. Honestly, I was was down and out. For the uh, second time in what? I don't know, eight months? Three Seven, months. Three, three months. months. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a testament to your hard work. You know, people really enjoy it. I mean, they're so generous. It's amazing yeah. that they, w- they would do that. And, you know, it sucks that, you know, you're in this hole right now, and that's why you played that clip I sent that to you last night. Because it's, you know, you got to, you know, whenever you're faced with shit like this, you have to right. feel, you know, like you can continue, you know, and you, you should definitely, you know, and I, the other options are, you know, you stop doing the show, you get rid of everything, you know, all that stuff and it doesn't become an expense, but the reality is, Mm. the reality is it's like, you don't want to eliminate things you enjoy in your life. You want to, you know, figure out a way to keep doing them. So hopefully, you know, even if this is just short term for now, this will get you out of this hole for now. And, you know, we're talking about other plans and hopefully we can get uh, the resources into the show where it's not all coming from you and taking up your time and money. Right. Here's the here's the Rocky again. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. 
It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Yeah, there you go. That is life, everybody. But I got to send my uh, my gratitude and thanks to the Lunatic Radio uh, listeners, man. I got to tell you, I will challenge any radio program that exists. I get it. The Howard Stearns of the world have like 20 million listeners. But it, when it comes to uh, the dedication that these listeners that listen to this radio program for some reason or another uh, put forth and show me, show Rock, show Chris, and show TJ um, it is un, unreal. And certainly within the last seven months, the 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 dedication you've shown me is pretty freaking awesome. It it is it, it is uh, humbling. It is uh, it is uh, motivating. It is it is digging me out of a hole. And let me do what I love to do. Let me continue to do what I love to do. Uh, I'll be honest with you, this board sitting next to me is the most expensive thing I own, the thing I use to control the radio program. And that thing is, I almost tried to sell that twice because just to make some uh, ends meet. And I want to just send a shout-out to the folks who, uh, certainly I want to send a shout-out to everybody who has sent me messages over the last couple days. Uh, but I certainly want to acknowledge misbehaving out there, the people who donated. Uh, John Liberti, who's a, uh, a gentleman I used to actually uh, a, uh, maintain pools with back in the day. And actually the van we used to use way back in the day when we were younger uh, is, the, is, the, is the work truck where I actually thought of the name Lunatic Radio. <laughs> I was driving that thing with John one day. James Schultz out there who texted me. Uh, earlier this morning about how he's taken his wife to uh, Venice and that he owns a couple lunatic radio shirts and he's he was mentioning that his wife is very pretty which she is <laughs> and James is going to be out there in Venice taking uh, 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 sexy pictures of his wife in uh, lunatic radio garb out there in Venice nice. on vacation but James sent a, a monumental donation uh, I want to uh, I want to send a, send a shout out to uh, Team Left Jab Sam, who I'll be on the radio with tomorrow. Um, thank you to Sam for his donation. Uh, Jason uh, Breakfield, Chris Breakfield, I guess they're brothers. Jake C out there, he is a ghost of the the Lunatic Radio listener fandom. He doesn't really interact at all, but Jake sends monstrous donations to the program. Uh, thank you, Jake, out there. Casey Hosford, a guy I know out here. And absolutely uh, one of the legends of uh, lunaticradio.com listenership, uh, Benjamin Timmers over there across the pond in Belgium. He is a, he's a super supporter of the show. All you guys are super su- supporters of this show, and you, all you guys donated to the GoFundMe thing. And uh, I assure you, hopefully from this point forward, I will never ask a dime of any one of our listeners again, uh, as far as on GoFundMe page or whatever, um, it, I, you know, I, just getting over this hurdle, you guys helped me get over this hurdle, and uh, now I'm going to press forward and do better radio shows and have a lot of fun and, and get some more, uh, put some money back into the show and, and get some more shit going. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable what you guys do. And you're the greatest listeners in uh, this medium of podcasting. And, and seriously, anybody who's in New York, you know, free tickets to shows, I'll treat them like VIPs. You know, anybody who wants to come to the stand, just feel free to reach out. And you will be taken care of for sure. So for supporting this show, for supporting what we, you know, what we do, and what Kieran and Rock have built for years, I mean, it's uh, it's it goes without saying. You know, I'm, I'm happy to help in any way. And you know, if I can if I can return the favor and treat you guys 
to something in New York, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Well, there you go. I appreciate that, Chris. So, folks, you heard it from his mouth, the man that owns the Stan Comedy Club coming to uh, Union Square? Yes. Coming to Union Square. It's going to be a monstrous comedy club. It's opening soon. It's getting close. Chris we Italia. Did, uh, we just did a pop-up show there. That was fun. Yeah. No, it looked great, man. Ari Shafir yeah, yeah. on the stage. Yeah. I saw Big J. Okerson Sal, there. Sal Volcano from the uh, from the Impractical Jokers. Uh, Ron Bennington. Ron uh, Bennington, the legend. Yeah, Joe List. It was, it was a fun, fun night. And, you know, it was our first litmus test. You know, we gave away free booze and pizza. And uh, How'd the pizza you know, work out? How'd the pizza work out? The pizza great. It was great. It looked yeah. fucking phenomenal. I saw yeah, the picture. It really tasted good, and uh, you know everybody really loved it. So we had no complaints, for I, sure. I honestly failed to mention that to you when I've been talking to you these last couple of days because I actually watched when you did that pop up show at the stand. A little the run there, you know the you know the place isn't even done yet, but you had that place packed out, and I'm right, so right. impressed, man. Of how it I mean, looked. The, the, it was, it's a credit to Ari, really, because we didn't promote the event at all. It was all his fans. And he did a phenomenal job, you know, and, and it was a fun, fun night. 200, I think we had about 270 people there all together. And, uh, and some, some great, great fans. Uh, <laughs> it was just fun. I even had a, even had one of my favorite hockey players of all time stop by, uh, Sean Avery. From the, wow, from, look at that. Sean yeah, Avery. Yeah. The well-dressed so well Sean Avery. Oh, you know about the well dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only- I'm gonna have him on the show because he does these really funny uh, uh, videos on Instagram about busting people's balls for blocking the bike lanes. Oh, I gotta look that up. Yeah, they're really is he funny. still player? Is he retired? No, he's retired uh, two years ago, and uh, you know he got traded to Dallas, then came back to the Rangers, hmm. uh, and then he, I think he played with one other team, and then he just retired. He's getting into acting. He's in a couple of movies coming out. So, you know, he wants to, you know, he, we've, we've been talking about him doing stuff with us, like, you know, on stage and stuff like that. And, you know, he's just a really great guy, a really excitable guy. And he loved, he loved watching the show and being part of that event. And right. it, was, uh, it was great. I mean, I felt really good about it. That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, look at the, look at the, look at the celebrity types you have coming to the stand in oh, yeah, one <laughs> Yeah, but you, you have Brooks Kepka there, the guy who won the PGA Championship in uh, three of the last the way, four majors. I saw, the, I saw like the promo for the U uh, for the U.S. Open. Is it? Mm, yeah, yeah, the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. He's not even in the promo. What yeah, the no, he should that? be. He should be. It's all about Tiger. Didn't, didn't he win it the last two years though? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, how do you know he should be in the, the promo. You think he should be in the promo? Defending champion for it, the last two years in the fucking promo. It shouldn't strange. be like fucking Ricky Fowler or anybody like you that. Think they just like they're they're giving them the cold shoulder because maybe it's you know piss somebody off or something. Yeah. Know. Is he a cocky guy? He didn't seem too cocky when I met him, but uh, they, they call his personality a dud, but I don't think his personality is a dud. I just don't think he likes to open up much to the cameras. Right, but, but either he's way, he's a fucking yeah. golfer, man. What, what do you think? He's right. the old personality. You know, he, all you have to show him promos is his fucking swings. Yes, yeah. his he just show him holding up the damn trophies. He's yeah, won. the trophy for the last two years. Have yeah. him show a couple paychecks from the last couple I think, tournaments. I think he's that's been kind of, in. I see like that. That's so short sighted because Tiger's not the future of the sport. No, he's not. But Tiger Woods, Tiger Absolutely. Woods, Tiger Woods. After Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time. And he's all in the world in the world ranking rankings. He's only four behind Brooks Kepka. Jack Nicholas is the best golfer of all time. Let's, no, he's not. Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. Is. 
Nope, Jack Nicholson. No. Jack I'm sorry. All right, let me get some feedback in the chat room. Uh, <laughs> uh, folks in the chat room, uh, John Lombardi, uh, Kieran introduced me to Rage Against the Machine, Our Lady Peace, Dipping Kodiak, and Wiffle Ball. Great dude. <laughs> this is John Lombardi, man. He's a good dude. Shirley Long Island, shout out. Uh, Miss Joe, uh, sorry I missed that. Uh, did Chris say something about an impractical Joker guy being at the stand? Wow. Yes, Al Volcano. He's a... Uh... He's one of the Impractical Jokers, and he's a regular at the stand, and he will continue to be a regular. And he might even do some like headlining nights where it's just him uh, doing an hour. Um, so he's a great guy, friend of the friend of the club, and he's been amazing with us. The stand in my the stand in is going to be fucking gigantic. I can feel it because I know Chris. I know how fucking meticulous he is. I know how he runs a business. I know he's Italian. He's in New York. Shit's going to go right. It's going to be awesome. The old clubs, if you've been to the old stand, if you had a, you had a chance to go to the old stand, you, you wouldn't believe how freaking classy that place was. It was unreal. People raved about it. It was a, it was a great club. And this one's going to be even bigger. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that the little Prue show run went well and all yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, again, seriously, anybody who's in, in the New York area, just let me hit me up and, or hit Kieran up and we'll definitely set you up over there. Yeah, anybody who's a fan of the radio program wants to go to the stand on my seat. Chris will take care of you. Anybody who uh, is a fan of the lunaticradio.com show, hit me up, and I'll uh, pass the uh, info on to Chris, and we'll, we'll figure it out. And thank you to Chris for that, and thank you for the listeners, man. You guys are unfucking real Best listeners. This show is for the people and is powered by the people. We, we used to have, uh, Rock and I used to have this uh, slug at the uh, bottom of our lunaticradio.com banners called Comedy Beer Smut Talk or whatever the fuck it is. But no, it's, it really should be Lunatic Radio, powered by the people for the people. It is, that this what that's what this show is. And it's pretty pretty remarkable. You guys are awesome, man. Honestly. I, I don't want to cry again on the damn show. So I'm not gonna. I don't want it. I'm keeping my, keeping my spirits up. But it's unreal. And I tried, if you folks are on the GoFundMe thing and sent donations, I, try, I replied to each one of you. I hope... You guys got the messages I sent to each and every single one of you. Uh, none of you replied to me, so I wasn't sure if they all went through or whatever. But <laughs> like, honestly, no one replied. We don't want to talk to you. We just want to send you money. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one replied. Said like, I got it. Okay, thanks. Stop with the thanks, Kieran. Um, you know, uh, John D. Noodle asking if the stands open. No, it's not open. We did a pop up event. Uh, we'll probably do some soft openings uh, the week of the twelfth, and then we'll do a grand opening on uh, the following week. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you hear some background noise on Chris's end of the uh, the studio, it's the uh, talented and and lovely comedian Bonnie McFarlane editing some commercials. Right. Was, was I supposed to say that or no? That's fine. That's fine. I wanted to address it because I know they would hear it. Yeah, there might be some noise in Chris's end of the uh, the show, right? Right, right next to him in the I guess the room next to you. Unfortunately, she's in a room with like two or three other people, mm. and uh, she's they have, she's they making. They can't all put on headphones because they have to talk to each other while they edit. She's making some TV happen over there. So the great Bonnie McFarlane's next to Chris doing some work. Uh, 718-690-9290 if you want to call in. Uh, what do I want to do first? I have no idea what I... Oh, by the oh, way. Ms. Joe checking in the, in the chat room. She says if if you turn on the waterworks, there'll be some more donations. Send it your way. Cry. Uh, no, I almost did. I actually, when I, when I was getting a little, I almost did, but I did. I'm not going to, I can't. I, I did that the last time 
and I don't want to do it this time. I feel like it's just going to be like Kieran's broke crying every six months. <laughs> and I don't want that happening on the show. I don't want that to be a theme. Um, uh, yeah, we got some things to do on the radio program today. My brother called me. Apparently, there's some uh, uh, wicked tornadoes happening across the country. In Jersey, uh, there's a tornado warning. That, you know, I never. You, there'll never be a tornado in New York City unless the world's falling. Oh, so they're actually skirting across the country because I heard that Oklahoma had like 90 freaking tornadoes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I was just talking about the tri-state area. And then uh, uh, Ohio had an F3 tornado. Well, my brother calls me today. He goes, "Dude, dude." The block over, the news was dead. It was a tornado in my neighborhood. So he actually sent me the clip. It's weird because, like, New York has just been raining constantly. Like, it hasn't, it feels like every day it's raining. And, like, not like just little rain. It's like torrential rain. Yeah, well, it's a, the, the weather's changing. You, you got to get rid of all that, the stink of the, of the winter. And then, yeah, they, you know, you get the water in, the things start blooming, the girls start wearing sundresses. Fucking, you know, you go to TJ Maxx, you go get boners. It's fucking, it's going to be a great time. Don't worry. The sun will come out at some point. The sun will come out tomorrow, Chris. Actually, it won't come out till Friday. It won't come out till Friday. Well, Friday is a good day to have the sun come out. Check the weather reports. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so there was a, my brother called me, Fat Kev, P-H-A-T Kev. He's not fat, but actually he is pretty fat. He should mix in a salad every once in a while. Jesus Uh, Christ. uh, What are you saying about me, (laughs) Bonnie? Do not say that at all. It's my brother. I can talk to him. He should mix in a salad. It's Fat Kev, P-H-A-T Kev. He, uh, he sent me a clip of uh, apparently the tornado that hit his uh, neighborhood in uh, Fort Worth. It wasn't much of a tornado, but he was excited to send me the clip because uh, my sister-in-law's drinking buddy made the footage. So here it is. Well, guys, we're seeing a little bit of everything right now. We are in North Fort Worth. The National Weather Service, as you know, will have to come out. They will have to survey this damage to determine exactly what happened here. But the people who are in this neighborhood... when the storm- no, You know it's not a tornado when they have to call the authorities to scavenger the damage to see what happened there. <laughs> you usually know if it's a fucking tornado when a tornado comes plowing through the neighborhood because there's no houses anymore. Right. Am I, am I, am I wrong on that? Hit are very sure that this was a tornado. So a little bit more detail now. We're on Oliver Drive. This is a neighborhood just east of 35W near Heritage Trace Parkway. You can see trees down, fences down, some windows are out. Uh, we see a couple of homes here, two to three homes, that have more serious structural damage, including the one you're looking at right now. Uh, I want to take you over next door to a home where the family tells us they will not be able to stay in their home. They've been told it is not safe. Kim Poncare was here with her three... This is my uh, sister-in-law's drinking buddy right here. Kim Ponter. Three-year-old, she said she heard the rain, looked out of her kitchen window, saw debris flying. She grabbed her dog, her child, rode out the rest of the storm in the closet. She tells us she is grateful. Things were not worse. We came out, and that's when we saw everything just everywhere. Trees down, the roof off. I'm just so thankful that we were okay, that the Lord totally took care of us. Oh, there you go. There's Kev giving me the hard hitting news. <laughs> Your brother. I tell you what. Can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait till my brother starts producing this record. Yeah. He's green A stuff, right? Hey, listen. I got a dog taking a walk and he peed on the fire hydrant. That's like my brother. It's like, hey, you should write about this. 
fucking great story. You should write about it. Uh, yeah, RCJ the, did the best weather reports in LR history. Kev is, Kev is trying to take your title, I guess. Um, yeah, the original uh, Lunatic Radio weather correspondent, RCJ. Uh, there you go. There's uh, there's my brother with his, uh, apparently he had a tornado. He's very excited. Not much going on in Texas, I guess, when I get a little burst of wind. What part of Texas is it? Fort Worth, which is fucking beautiful, by the way. I don't know oh, why Dallas. Fort Worth doesn't get the more acknowledgement for being a nice place to fucking live. Well, it's definitely an upcoming uh, city because I've been looking into uh, uh, doing a deal in Plano, Texas, which is, you know, 10 minutes from 10, 15 minutes from downtown Dallas mm. uh, to do a comedy club there because they're underserved. The community is underserved. Fuck yeah, they are. Looking, they're looking for entertainment <clears throat> and there's not much going around. And Plano is like Plano, Fort Worth, Dallas. These mm. are the great area that's, uh, you know, doesn't have a lot to do. Although Strange. every time I've been to Fort Worth, I certainly wasn't underserved. I was overserved. There's a little whack whack joke for you guys. This is what you're gonna get. This is what you get here on out. All that, now now I'm out of the fucking schneid thanks to the listeners. Now I'm fucking in the clear. I can get through another month. The lights are staying on, baby. Wacky jokes are back. Um <laughs> one liners for us, Gary? Uh, I dude, I, I was thinking of just I was like, man, you better kill it tonight on the radio, because <laughs> the people did a really fucking nice thing tonight. Yeah, don't you fucking got, blow. What are you plan? What are you plan, <laughs> Uh I do have some things planned. You sent me last week, Chris, on yeah. this Wednesday radio show uh, that yeah. Chris appears on. Uh, Chris brought up a the fact that his girlfriend has the cushiest job. Just the greatest life. Is, the, the greatest is it the cushiest? What would? How would you? How would you explain the job that your girlfriend possesses? I mean, she does. She does what I. I do. believe last week the quote was: "She does nothing and goes on trips." Yeah, that's <laughs> and paraphrasing, you know. But I believe she has what is a very easy job for her, so right. she spends probably four hours a day actually Wait. working. So to explain it to the listeners, what would be a hard job for her? Uh, Tough one, huh? Tough one to answer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go down the road. <laughs> I mean, you no might be in trouble what. at home. But, yeah. but what I do know is that she has full control on the on the job that she has. And right. It's like easy to her, and she can, you know, do do it with you know, she can do what most people would do in eight hours and half the time. Right. So. She's got a very lax schedule. Sometimes she doesn't even go in until like 11 o'clock. Right. Uh, and sometimes she even leaves before 6 o'clock. Right. And to me, you know, I've never experienced anything like that. And to boot, you know, she told me recently that she's going to Greece on an off-site. Off-site. We, we covered this off-site. Le- off-site. Now, what does that what mean? An off- what an off-site usually is is is... You know, uh, get the fuck out. You're fired. Get off the site. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh. It's a company that does a team bonding mm. event or a week of team bonding somewhere. But usually it's done locally. Like, you know, maybe it's like a camping trip or maybe it's this, you know, like a, you know, week at a, I don't know, a festival or something like that. You know, not like far away. Like they're taking the whole company. To Greece, to Mykonos, right? 
which yeah. is like this resort. What What is the name of the fucking resort again? Oh, I, I just sent it to you. Hold yeah, on. it's uh, D-A-E-D-A-L-U-S. How, what, how do you pronounce that? D-A-E-D-A-L-U-S. What the, you need to know is that it's not even a hotel. It's villas. They're like these private villas. Daedalus? 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 Uh yeah. Um let me let me let me let me find some resort music. Hold on. So I can uh so we can take a look at some of the you should have had that ready to go. I did, but I just clicked out of it because I was trying to see if the Skype line was working. Um let's see. I have I have some images here that of the resort where the off site is gonna be uh taking place that Chris's girlfriend's going to. Uh yeah, here it is. Right, here's some right, here's some resort music. Alright. Stay connected to your screens, people. Here is the resort. Wow. Yeah, this is definitely the music that's gonna be playing at this oh, fucking resort. I, I, There's gonna I, be a bunch of fucking Greeks. I usually don't worry about like our relationship and like I totally trust her and all that stuff. But let's 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 call this what it is. <laughs> this right? is this you're, this is the kind of You're in a paradise with Fucking a bunch of other to- mid twenty year olds, you know, yeah. beautiful people. Yeah. Okay, they're all fucking great looking and in great shape, and you know, have not been beaten down by life. Right. Right. A bunch so of. It's like, so there's a smidgen of me going, oh, she's totally gonna fuck somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of uh, Greek guys with dicks like fucking goddamn forget, train spikes. Forget about the Greek guys with you know the one anally butt fuck you and and and, and all that. I mean, there's not, there cannot be a night where they're not fucking. I believe a, I believe those guys over there uh, just fucking. They go noodling with their dicks. But really, what I'm, I'm <laughs> and the ocean because when you're at a private villa, you get drunk and there's other your other coworkers. So that you got like, uh, you know, you got like you know a bunch of dudes and a bunch of girls and you know anything happened, you know. <laughs> Right, here's, I, you know, the other day she told me a story of one of her coworkers having sex with one of you know the males, and I go, "Oh, so it's it's already." <laughs> yeah, it's just something I do on the as way a, to the fucking coffee pot. As, as a precursor to this event, uh, to this offsite, they're already getting started. Yeah, let's have a pregame. Just make sure you're uh, fucking offsite ready. All right, here we go. Here's uh, what is the name of the resort again? Can you give it a shot? I don't know how to pronounce this at all. Uh, it's called uh, De Dallas. De Dallas. De There it is, everybody. Yeah. Look at you the should, look uh, at some. Know, you should post the link in the chat room. Oh uh, no! Watch, watch your screen if you're watching the show. Oh okay. No right. wait, that that is a, a sex doll. Hold on, that's from <laughs> that's from Friday Night Show. Hold on, here's here's the Day Dallas, everybody. Look at this fucking place. This is not an off-site place that I would go to. What do they do? There's no work getting done at Day Dallas. Show them the night picture. The night picture that's on the first when you first click on the link. I don't know if I have that. I have to. Have to I have, have to preload these. I mean, look at this place. It's insane. Look at this, look at the ocean. You get to stare at. How are you not banging every night? Yeah. You know what I, mean? I believe that room we're looking at right here on the screen comes with dicks. Just dicks everywhere. <laughs> So she's like, oh, you know, we'll video chat every now. I was like, stop it. I was like, I don't even want to hear from you. Because the more I hear from you, the worse it'll be, I feel. Oh, there's the sex doll again. <laughs> but look at the pool. I mean, look at this fucking place. I guess I didn't load all the images, but this place looks fucking phenomenal. Let's go back to the show. Let's get back on here. Unreal. That's an offset. That's what she's doing for work. 
John D. Noodle says Daedalus De- is a Greek god. Yeah, no so, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they certainly built his kingdom. Built this yeah. kingdom on pussy. Holy shit. This so is what fuck. I'm saying to you is I'll, you, be, I'll d- be single very soon. Yeah, no, well, no. Anybody you should in be the audience that wants to, you know, DM me, I'm, I'm all... You can always do that back channeling and try to get her fired. I mean, the thing is, like, how could she not cheat on me? Look at me. Look no, at me. you're a great guy. You got Look personnel. Look at me. You got a bright a, smile. You got a full head of hair. You got the greatest she, fucking head of hair. Part. You want to hear the kicker? Huh? You want to hear the kicker? What is the kicker? You want to hear the kicker? What? She is turning 25 on this trip. She will be in Mykonos for her birthday. <sighs> You know things just gonna get lit, as they say. He's gonna meet John Saint Jacques. It's just gonna get lit, dude. Swinging his dick, throwing yeah, it over his shoulder. Lit, it's lit, man. Welcome to the island time. of love. I mean, I'm fucked. I know it. I, I'm totally. Like, this is, I, I already, I already embraced it. Like I said, you know, this is probably. I keep telling. I was like, look, let's do this. Let's do this the right way. I was like, you know. You want to take all your shit out of the apartment now, or do you want me to just put it in a storage <laughs> and I'll, I'll mail you the key, you know? By the way, the uh, the title of this resort music is called Balls Deep. I believe they play it at Day Dallas constantly on loop. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I just thought of, I'm just thinking of things in my head. I don't know. Look, look I shouldn't at this. even get my misery, you know, about this. Uh, I keep like, on going I back. To, to, I'm is. like, I want you to have a good time, but let's, you know, in, in deep down, like, go fuck yourself. It sucks. <laughs> like, you're in the hotel room. You get an option like, of the oh, pool shit, of the ocean. Why don't, you, why don't you just come? She'll say, you know, why don't you just join me? I was like, you don't think I would want to go? I would go in a second. But I can't. I got this stupid fucking albatross I'm building, and it's going to be opening soon, and I have to be here. There's no way I can leave. <laughs> I'm shoveling money into my comedy club, literally pulling it in in weird browsers. I'm just shoveling money on into my comedy club while someone's shoveling their junk. <laughs> right, listening to this shit. Uh, well, welcome to it, Dallas. Uh, may I show you my penis? Oh, why yes? How can I compete with this? You can't. No one like can. I, like, I was planning a vacation for, like, later in the year when I have some more time. I'm like, where am I going to go? That's, yeah. That's anywhere near this. Like, I could take her somewhere and go, and she'll be like, what's this? Be honest like, with you, Chris. And this I'm, is not what I'm used to. I would be terrified if my girlfriend was turning 25 and going to Day Dallas because that place just looks like where my relationship is going to die. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Come back a changed woman. I <laughs> Start singing some more, Greek tunes. In more ways than one. Humming this tune uh, called Deep Dicked. You should play uh, You should play that song. Quickly search for it. Zorba. Zorba the Greek. Zorba. Zorba the Greek. Zorba. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. That actually is something. Yeah. Uh, play that shit, man. This is what's going to be in my head all week long. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Snapping his fingers. And they go, oppa. And they're throwing plates on the ground. Oh, I just picture like three fucking Greek goddess dudes. Just 
fucking circling her like like fucking cobras. And then she goes like this to me. She goes, oh, don't worry about it. She goes, you know, long trip, my friend, my coworker Alexa is going to look over me, look after me. <laughs> no, she's not. Fuck you. She's going to be dodging <laughs> dick the entire don't, seven days. Don't tell me some fucking 22-year-old is going to be looking yeah. after you. Her name's like, Alexa. She's 22 and she's in Greece at Day Dallas. That girl's going to be covered in dick. <laughs> There's no fucking chance. I'm just being real. Like, so we got into it, you know, and like she started getting upset that I was this up. Not that I was upset, but that I was just, you know, when I what I usually do when I get into a situation where it's like, you know, like I'm 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 trying not to fucking be hateful. I start joking about it, you know. So she gets to a point where like the jokes are not working anymore, and she starts crying. And I go, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't get to cry. You're the one that's having a great time. Like, but, you know, if you don't trust me, I was like, yeah, I trust you, but you know, I don't trust anybody else. Yeah. That's, oh, that's God, thing. it's tough. Don't man. you understand? I, 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 when a girl says you don't trust, how come you don't trust me? It's never about the girl not trusting the girl. It's about every other scumbag that's going to find every which way mm. to figure it out how they're going to get into her pants. That's my problem. Uh, I would believe the only way your relationship would have survived if their off-site trip was to the summit of Mount Everest. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. the rest of the people could have had a chance of dying because apparently other people yeah. are dying. At, and, people and, just at stop Everest. going up. <laughs> and then you find yourself alone. This could have been her trip right here if uh, she if the offside trip was uh, to uh, Everest. Let me see if I have it. Do I have it somewhere? Oh, is that gone? This fucking thing sucks. Where is it? I had it somewhere. There it is. Look, look at Everest. <laughs> I like that John the Middle is like he's the father of Icarus. Like, yeah, this is just making it worse. <laughs> uh, 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 race car Johnny Chicken and Chris throwing the towel, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this would have been a better trip if they all went to Everest, lined up on the top trying to get to the summit. Like, they're all waiting for a fucking one urinal. I'm in contemplating, do I send her flowers on her birthday at the hotel or at the villa or whatever? Will that do anything? <laughs> I don't think so. I think the guy's just, just going to wash like his balls in that doss. It'll, it'll just be a footnote you know, <laughs> of this trip. <laughs> I don't even think they'll make it to the fucking hotel room. What do you need the address for? What do you need the location for? I was like, security. I'm going to check security. I'm going to make sure you're going to be safe. (laughs) Oh, your your boyfriend sent you some flowers. Nice. We we have some delicious caramels. (laughs) Here's a dick in the box. (laughs) Dick in the box. What do you like? Flowers or dick in the box? Eh, I don't know. Tough choice. Ah, that'd be nice. Try send her some cannolis, you know? Maybe like uh, something with a stand logo I on. call it cannolis. Cannolis. See, I don't cannolis. even know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the food trucks at the top of Everest sucked this year. Apparently, 11 people died since the beginning of 2019 on the top of uh, Mount Everest. Yeah. Stop climbing to those altitudes, man. Yeah. Stop. Look at this. Look at this one picture I, I showed. Look at Look at this. This is to the that's a that's a summit at the top of this picture. I'm showing you folks if you're watching on YouTube. Like there's just a line of people. Yeah, like how the fuck does that work? There's certain things I won't do, and that's one of them. I don't need to climb a fucking mountain. Like 
Wouldn't you think the rules of climbing Mount Everest would be like, uh, not everybody at once? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we don't want to cause uh, an avalanche. <laughs> yeah, you know, get, there's like one way up and one way down. So maybe no, we no, shouldn't. This is how they do it. This is how they do it. They, they take you up with guides. Yeah, the Sherpas do this fucking climbing like fucking board shorts and flip flops. It's horrible. I don't get this fucking shit. I mean, don't you think if you got to the top, like, got close to the top, be like, ah, this is all right. Let's go back. You know, I don't want to die. What are you really accomplishing? You climbed the rock. That's what you accomplished. You know, how many people, how many people have climbed Everest? Like, is it, is it, but now it's, now it's a lot. It was, you know, one time it was a a thing like, you know, it was very rare, but now a lot of people do it. Right. So I don't think it, especially now that they've set up these guides and stuff, everybody does it because it's so cool and it's a great Instagram opportunity. <laughs> if Mount, if the summit of Mount Everest has become an Instagram opportunity, oh, we're fucked as a I just human race. Was, I just, like last year, I was invited by this, uh, you know, other girl that I had been seeing. She's you know, millennial, rich, Jewish, yeah, and that's why she was going. Really, she was to going, take she was going to go to oh, Everest yeah. and yeah. climb Everest to get a selfie. Yes. Oh, yes. fucking! That was Christ. the whole reason. That was the whole reason. Oh, her and her friend. Do you get? <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't understand. Like you, you know, you're not used to that. You're gonna sleep outside. You know, she's like, oh yeah. Now they have these really elaborate tents that you can, you know, you know, you go up with the guides and they have these amazing elaborate luxury tents that you set up along the route, the route. Hmm. And you know, it's fucking crazy. Uh, let's see. By 2013, 6,871 people summits uh, summits have been recorded. Uh, by different people. Uh, You're still looking for the numbers? That we yeah, have? I'm looking for the solid numbers. It's too, listen, Kieran, honestly, it's too many to count. I know. Not, I feel like it's a lot more than fucking 6,000. I think they stopped counting a long time ago. Yeah, because if you have a line of people fucking... Yeah. Literally, they're 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 waiting to get to the summit of Everest like they're waiting for a fucking a hot dog at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I mean, I went up Mount Etna, you know, the volcano. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Like I, you know, that was just, that's that's where I drew a line. I was like, look, I, I don't want to get hit by a fucking lava. I go, you know, this. I come far. Like, I got up pretty far up, and I was like, I don't need to go anymore. And not that I'm scared or anything, like that, but why should my life end this way? You know, it's not worth it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't uh, care about going up higher on a volcano. I'm good. I'm good. I can. I can. It's all what I needed to see. Which, by the way, it's all covered in ash and fucking fog, and you really can't see much. The visibility really stinks. So it's not. It's not like I was. You know, it's, it's garbage. You know what I mean? Like turn your life and you can't see shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm. I've, I've come this far. It was. You know, I did it because you know the family. You know, my family in Sicily. They, they wanted to do it or whatever. I'm like I'm good now. Like I, you know, I'm I'm done climbing stupid rocks. To you know, claim I did it. I mean, I don't, who am I going to brag to? I don't give a fuck. Look at all these dumb fucks on the top of fucking Everest, just waiting. Like what? What happens if a fucking like a flash storm Dude, comes all, through? It's all Instagram. I'm telling you, it's all Instagram. Uh, John, the RCJ in the chat room. Uh, the food truck at the top of Everest must suck. Uh, apparently, John D. Noodle checking in from Germany. Our our favorite German guy. Uh, he says it's the local government government over there just giving people permission slips to go to the top of Everest. 
Right. So it's a lot of untrained climbers. Is well, that, that's also, what everybody's all, claiming, right? Absolutely untrained, but it's also to, to boost tourism for them. So why wouldn't they do it? <sighs> you know, you're you're signing your waiver or whatever. Like, you know, Bang. they're not responsible for your death. You know what would be a climb for me? Just going to base camp. That's 17,000 fucking feet. That's enough you know for me. Climb, you know what's a climb for me these days? Going up three blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted. after. after. <laughs> honestly, I have to climb into my bed every night. I need a Sherpa to help me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that short I people. Up, I wake up heaving. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep has become difficult for me. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Chris V checking in. It's an Instagram opportunity. Yeah, no shit. That's it, man. I'm telling you. And that's why anybody does anything. Like that whole, I know we, we brought it up in the past, the Fry Festival documentary. It wasn't about the bands that were there. It was about the it was about the Instagram opportunity. It was about them taking a picture. That's fucking sad. Event. You're you're totally right on that. And people in the chat room will probably agree. Everything's a fucking. I mean, when you go, you see. I watch a. I, I get a kick out of watching um, like concert footage sometimes. You know, and you watch the modern day concert footage, and you just see like right. the band up on stage, and it just looks like a bunch of TVs watching it. <laughs> because you see the people back of phones. Look, I'm guilty of that too. I I grab footage just for me though. I don't really post much of it. Yeah. You know, it's for me. I, I want to. I want to come back and like see, you know, the song that I like. You know, being played live. You know, so whatever. But you know, like my girlfriend, she like she says she's not like that. But then I catch her doing shit. That's all no, about it's, the it's, Instagram, dude. It's it's your it's, it's all Instagram, man. It's your way of life if you're in the twenties. Just fucking do it. Let them do I mean, it. It has taken over people's lives. Like, I read this uh, article once where there's this uh, company that bought a plane, like a like a like a first class plane, like with all like decked out with all lounge, you know, loungy chairs and you know bedrooms and all that stuff, and people pay so they they can go onto the plane and take pictures of themselves on the plane. Oh, I fucking seen this. Yeah, pretending that they're going somewhere. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that I shit. Mean, insane. And the whole experience comes with like a makeup artist and a hairdresser. Right. Yep. You get your old dialed up. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Insanity, people. That's why when I'm 65, I'm gonna be fucking a robot because I don't. I I want to be able to tell it what to do. I'm telling you, I'm fucking this thing when I'm 65. Right here. That. There you go. It's gonna look a lot better because the technology is gonna advance. TJ and I. TJ the mayor and I covered this on uh, last Friday's uh, LR show. So You're if you want to, that's sad. And it's not Chris. Chris, picture thought, picture you, this technology. That's a fuckable that, doll right I there. I wouldn't have to worry about it going to Greece <laughs> for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'm onto something, Kieran. Be honest with you, if that if if you know if, that, if that's your girlfriend, it's going to Greece. It's going in fucking cargo, which is great. <laughs> a lot cheaper that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, no, I mean, that. 35 years down the line, that fuckable doll is going to look amazing. It's going to be like fucking ex machina. It's going to be great. It's going to be able to talk to you. It can go fucking get you a fucking Subway sandwich. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be remarkable, those fucking. And they're going to listen to you. They're not going to fuck with you. They're not going to be going to Day Dallas no, on an off-site said, excursion. Then the robots take over. <laughs> ah, fuck it. I don't give a shit as long as they're blowing me. What if they stop blowing you? Then there's a problem. I think yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> I think I'll fuck. kill you. Back to the old TJ Maxx sucks. Nothing will beat a TJ Maxx sucks. I tell you what, I even drive by TJ Maxx. There's one right down the road. I get a little fucking chub every time I go by. That cotton on those fucking socks is something something to fucking write home about. 
out of your mind. Man. I am. Uh, I'm happy today, man. All our listeners came through with the GoFundMe thing. I'm miserable and exhausted. I feel like I'm bringing the show down with these horrible stories of my life. <laughs> it's all going to pick up, dude. It's all going to pick up. So the stand's going to open up. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, fuck millennials and taking uh, pictures at the top of Everest, apparently right now you can be diagnosed with burnout. What's burnout? You know, like you go to work and you're really tired oh, and you're yeah, like, yeah, I'm burned out. I'm <laughs> well, burned apparently, out. I've been burnt out for fucking 10 years. Apparently so- you can be actually diagnosed burnt out or burnout. Uh, generally understood as reduced interest and prognific productivity and one's work uh, precipitated by overwork can now be classified as a diagnosable condition according to the World Health Organization. No one, no, here's the thing. No this is according to CNN. Mm. Nobody wants to survive anymore. Nobody wants to fucking suck it up and go, you know what? Uh, I know I know. I'm fu- it sucks and I'm in a shitty fucking place. Right. No, now everybody goes like, oh, uh, you know, I'm burnt out. I, you know, I have a doctor's note and I, it says I can stay home for 10 weeks. Let's go you know back. I mean? like, let, let's go back to the great words of uh, Rocky Balboa and Rocky six. Six. Rocky Balboa. It's just the movies are called Rocky Balboa. Oh, yeah, that's right. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. To winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. Right, not get burnt out disease. <laughs> really, think about that. Uh, I burn out every day. Yeah, no shit. Every day I burn out. What every am I supposed to do? Every night at 11 o'clock, I burn out. Pussy, you, know, you know what Absolutely. I did if I called like my partners tomorrow hmm. and said, hey, guys, I, I, I can't do today. I'm so burnt out. Yeah. I go, yeah, fuck you. So, <laughs> what are you? One of those, uh, you yeah. know, one of those things we can't say anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll just say it in Italian if you want. <laughs> Go ahead, because I Pinocchio, <laughs> Frozio, or something like that. Uh, I usually say Fruit Loop now, and, and you know that seems to be your yeah, right. John D. Noodle checking in. It says on your chart you're fucked up. Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calling idiocracy. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, the idiocracy is becoming true. I mean, it's so obvious. Like, where we're at in society in 200 years, mm. idiocracy will become a reality. Oh, no. It's so fucking, dude, we're, we're, we're exponentially getting closer to that point. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I, I didn't see it. When the first movie came, I was like, oh, this is like an outrageous but, like, over the last five years. Oh, fuck yeah. No, Rock and I have been on this ship since, like, 2006. Coming, it's all coming true. It's all coming Absolute, true. It fucking is, man. Look, dude, we're, we're pretty close. I guarantee you a lot of people would fucking actually entertain Dwayne The Rock Johnson for president. They would entertain that. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is, you know. He's remarkable. He's, he's fucking huge. He's, also, he's built. He's also an intelligent guy. He's not, he's not the same as uh, as what the pres- who the president was in Idiocracy. You know? I would go a lot of Dwayne like, Hector Camacho Mountain Dew. Like, no. It's like it's like George the Animal Steel becoming the, the president <laughs> of the country. Uh, the criteria listed for diagnosing burnout are, according to CNN, feelings of energy depletion and exhaustion. Number two, increased mental mental distance from one's job, meaning being lazy, or feelings of uh, negativism or cynicism related to one's job. 
Number three, reduced professional efficiency. <laughs> this is all lazy. <laughs> just, just fucking la- This is an article in, mind you, uh, I believe it's New York Magazine. That's a fucking reputable fucking outfit, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is a reputable outfit. <laughs> I don't think I can call it an outfit. I know, so old what, are you, what are we in the fucking 30s? Yeah, Man, that outfit's a real racket. Yeah, that dame right there. She's got some nice to. I don't know. Cans? What are they? What are they? Mammaries. There you go. Mammaries. Yes, mammaries. 56K modem right here. Right here. 56K modem. It takes a while to log on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to me. Uh, I got some. Th- I got some other things I want to do. I certainly want to absolutely uh, acknowledge again the folks who donated to the GoFundMe LR fundraiser this time around. You guys are fucking tremendous human beings. I, I, I will. I will argue this till my uh, my last day on earth that the the people who listen to this lunatic radio show for some reason or another are the greatest, most generous fucking people. I'm so good. Like. I, like my buddy, uh, I remember being in New Hampshire when I was 18 years old with my buddy uh, Polish Bob, and we're driving, coming back for some fucking thing Why later. Every one of your friends have some kind of tagline. Right. Everybody, everybody's got to put into a box. You have Rocket. I mean, like it's just, they're all in a box. They're all in a box. So I know it's a real name. <laughs> oh, everybody's got something like. Like if I go TJ, into a, I go, the mayor. I, I'm just Chris Italian. <laughs> what happened to me? Why did I get a fucking name? You get two names. You got Chris. I call you by your full name. I don't call you right, Chris. What, I call you Chris Italian. I'm saying, where's my like? You know, what you, where's my name? I, I, see now you now I got all just negative names in my head. I don't want to do that. You, you call me ug- ugly fat Chris. No, I'm know. not saying that. Paisan Chris. What do you want me to call you? I think I guess that's why you say my full name because you're just trying to get my orientation into the name. Chris Italia. He's Italian. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh oh yeah. So yeah, I was driving with my buddy um going back to the listeners being generous and great. Um I was driving with my buddy Polish Bob in New Hampshire when we were eight, eight, you know, young and we're on vacation, whatever, and he was like, Somehow, Kieran, you're gonna turn out rich. I might have said this before. And I was like, oh, all right, maybe I'll turn out rich somehow. I'll have a lot of money and I'll be fucking flossing. I'll be going to day Deus when I'm 25, looking for chicks on outside fucking trips, <laughs> offsite trips. Uh, but I think I actually, I think I am a, a little bit wealthy, but in a different way. I mean, I started this radio show. Obviously, I don't have monetary gains from it, but I think the people that have uh, latched onto the program have made me kind of fucking rich spiritually, honestly. That gives, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's a, it, it honestly is tremendous, man. You guys are fucking unreal people. I can't, I can't articulate it enough how tremendous I lo- I mean, honestly, I would love to call everybody that donated personally and talk to them for about an hour, see what's going on in their lives, fucking shoot the shit, fucking maybe have a beer over the phone or something. I honestly want to thank them in person. I want to shake every one of your hands. I mean, um, Darn um night. New York City, man. Yeah, Darn night. honestly, we will. That should be something. When when you recoup all the piles of money you're dumping into the stand, and you you got some of that back, and you, it, you, you, want me to, you want me to pay for a bar? No, I don't want you to pay for a bar night. <laughs> but I want you to allow maybe the uh, you know I'll call you up one time, Chris, and be, you know what do you think? You know maybe like yeah, let's we'll, get a gathering. Though. Get a little gathering of lunatic radio listeners in the greatest city in the world, fucking New York City, right? Right in the greatest comedy in New York uh, club in New York City, which soon will be. 
uh, the Stan NYC. So thank you to all the uh, people who donated to the uh, GoFundMe page. Let me mention them again. Misbehaving, the, 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 the lady, uh, the woman, the beautiful lady from Kansas, uh, Topeka, Kansas. Who knows? Who is an encyclopedia of trivia uh, about this lunatic radio show? You can ask her any question about this show from every year. She'll have the answer. John Lombardi, uh, one of my old uh, uh, work buddies when, uh, back in the day, great guy. Um, James Schultz, who is a tremendous individual. Uh, honestly, some of the, the donations that he has uh, left for this radio program are are unreal. It would make your your jaw drop. And uh, James is going to be taking his wife to Venice, Venice uh, pretty soon. And he's going to be taking some Lunatic Radio T-shirt photos in Venice of his wife, and he's going to allow me to share them with you. So that's something pretty cool, Sam. Uh, from uh, Team Left Jab. I'll be on the radio with him tomorrow. Sam's a great new friend. Uh, he, I'm going to incorporate him in, into uh, some of the programs here when it comes to sports and other things. He's a great radio host, great interviewer. Uh, he's a good radio guy, He's a, he's and he's, and he's seasoned, which is cool. Um, Jason and Chris Brakefield, you guys are tremendous. Love you guys. Um, thank you for your donations. Jake C., the ghost of this donation thing. We've never heard from Jake C., I don't think. Um, but it, he, he's left some great uh, donations. Uh, thank you, Jake, out there. Please, if you uh, send an email or something, let me know you're, you're out there. Uh, Casey Hosford, my buddy out here in Arizona, he's a tremendous individual. And obviously the legend, uh, Benjamin Timmer's out there driving the truck over in Belgium. Uh, playing, it's great. Ben's, Ben's always on his Instagram driving a truck, and he's got a camera filming out his... Uh, front windshield and he's playing the the podcast a lot on his instagram stories which is pretty cool so remember when i went into an apple store and left the streaming show on i remember that way back in the day you called in from like california or something vindication baby yeah i left it on speak on like loud so everyone could hear it yeah i just walked out of the store um yeah let's take a you know what thank you to everybody obviously to go for my stuff man it's unreal um let's take a quick break i have for some reason, I've been searching on YouTube, and I got I, I, I fell into this thing of just looking up um, steroid era home runs, <laughs> like home runs hit by guys on steroids in Major League Baseball during the it's steroid still happening era. Happening now, so I know it's still happening now, but we knew like you can you can kind of put a with like the peak of the steroid era, you could kind of put a bubble behind it. You, you right. can put it like a you know circle. This is when it was. So I have uh, clips of that. And some of the home run calls, I don't know if they're funny, but they're just kind of ridiculous because these guys are hitting. Nothing's more ridiculous than John Sterling's home run calls. Uh, But some of these home, like, you know, they're not by, like, these home run calls aren't by, like, famous guys. But the home runs that they're trying to call are home runs hit by superhuman individuals. (laughs) Like Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire's home runs were always ridiculous. And, like, these I'll play I'll play it right now. Always Fuck triple it. deckers, yeah. They're always like triple deckers. Like here's one of Mark McGuire's home runs that he hit in Seattle. I believe this home run went uh, uh, 535 feet. It hit the back of the Kingdom, the old Kingdom in Seattle. Oh wow! Yeah, that's great. Mark has hit 16. Where's this oh, wait, one here, go? Here it is. Here it is. Sorry, I got the wrong one. And Randy nods no. Now, all right, the 3-2 pitch to McGuire. Swing and a high fly ball. 
belted, and I mean belted deep to left field, into the upper deck. My, oh my, what a shot by McGuire. That is probably the long... I should point out, when you watch this footage and you watch these guys... Like, I'm so removed from watching those guys actually play every day that when you see them on old video, you're like, how did we not fucking notice this? I mean, honestly, the fucking bat looked like a toothpick in his hand. And he looks like a giant robot. Like, just like a... Hulking, hulking. Oh, my God, it's unreal. This home run ever hit here. I mean, it all... Yeah, go ahead. Netflix just put out a, uh, a a musical by Lonely Island, you know, Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A musical about the Bash Brothers. Oh, no shit. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's hilarious. It's Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. They, and then, like, everything, they every this whole special is, like, just rap songs. Like, you know, funny parody sp- rap songs about their career. Andy Schultz checking in. From being from St. Louis, I saw McGuire hit so many amazing blasts. Yeah, I have a whole slew so of them right the, here. But the question is, would you rather it didn't happen? I'm just amazed. Like, no, I, I, I was exciting as fuck because I was in college when that, that whole Sammy Sosa, really, Mark McGuire really race. what brought baseball back. It did. It did. After that strike, they really suffered. Like, here's... Here's the thing. Here's here's the home run hit by a little-known baseball player. He played for the Cubs, Glenn Allen Hill. Now, if you've seen Glenn Allen Hill, he looks like a bowling ball with muscle all over it. <laughs> he's just a fucking... And he's got feet. This guy hit a fucking home run in Wrigley Field that went over the fence, over the street, and on top of a building across the street. Listen to this fucking home run call. Hill at 246, four home runs. And... 246 four home runs. You think this guy would have trouble making fucking contact? 10 driven in. You like the red shoes or the blue shoes, Ben? Like that. I like the blue <laughs> shoes, Ben. Way out of here. And by the way, what is that? You know the difference between those home runs and the home runs that used to be hit? Those home runs, as soon as it was off the bat, Everybody knew it was a home run. Right. I have that. I have that in this slew of Mark McGuire home run calls right here. here like somebody's uh, 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 play-by-play announcers are just like, like when the balls hit, they're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? It's really just like that. Mark has hit 16. Where's this one going? Like, where's that one going? Yeah, you already knew it was a home run. As yeah. soon as the ball made contact with the bat. Yeah, as soon as, it, as, soon as you heard the the crack of the bat, he's like, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, there were always these towering shots. Yeah, no, no, sus- never cheap, no sus- never a cheap home run. No suspense ever. whatsoever. Mark has hit 16. Where's this one going? in the home run call anymore because you're just like holy shit come on dude all right, here's another one all right guys yeah here's here's why there's a whole bunch of them here Five, and he's done it again and let's see where that goes like he hits the ball so far he takes the suspense of back 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 like the chris berman thing he literally uh-huh. hit one and, and it, this is um i forget the old great uh dodger announcer if somebody can help me in the chat room uh What's the old grade? Vince Scully. This is Vince Scully calling a home run Mark McGuire hit in Dodger Stadium that literally was 
pretty much almost dead center field, and it went on top of the roof over the stands. Like, you hit the top of the roof. It pretty much after that, it's the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. And he's done it again. And let's see where that goes. He hit the top of the roof. Is a fair ball out on the concourse. Goodness me, oh my! Like these are home run calls. Like there's no. Daniel crazy in the chat room says Jose Canseco and his brother played softball down in South Florida, and they would just murder balls in tournaments. I mean, he's made he's made no uh, qualms. He still does steroids. He's, oh, yeah, no. He he said that after he left, after his 16-year career, Jose, he's like, I did steroids every year. Obviously, he, I mean, it was hard not to notice. Right. Uh, I mean, you ever see him in a Boston Red Sox uniform? He looked like he was going to rip that thing in half so every I time he got in. Came out of the uniform. Remember he was on the Oh, yeah. Like two Fucking yeah, giant. He- you remember, you remember that home run? Through. You remember that home run that Jose Canseco hit in fucking uh, – uh, the Sky Dome in, in Toronto that yes. went into the fourth deck. Yes. <laughs> the yes. fourth deck. It's crazy. The only thing above that is the fucking moon. God damn. Fucking well, now it's happening now, with, and they're saying the balls are juiced, which I think is bullshit because the balls are not juiced. It's the fucking players. Why would the balls be juiced? Why would that happen? Yeah, I mean, but they, they, they it was so funny back in the day because they just couldn't hide it. I mean, Barry Bonds. Here's here's one from my Barry Bonds that I actually put on my Instagram page at Lunatic Radio. This is a ball he hit at um, Yankee Stadium. And he literally had hit it into the third deck of the old Yankee Stadium. And the thing was on the rise when it hit uh, midway up on the third deck of Yankee Stadium. Mickey Mantle hit one that was famously that hit like uh, like the the top of the upper deck or something, but it was like yeah. you know it was a fly ball. This thing was still rising when it hit the third deck midway up. Like who knows where the that thing would have landed in fucking Queens? Feet fairly close together, crowding the plate. The pitch. There's a long one to right field. Forget about it. This one is headed for New Jersey, high into the okay. upper deck. Barry Bonds with a spectacular three-run homer. What'd you say? New Jersey, not Queens. Oh uh, yeah, actually that is wrong. That would if that ball would have continued to travel, would ended up Yankees. It would have went, went, went over the Bronx and ended up in fucking. Maybe would have hit one of the Met players at Shea Stadium. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John uh, RCJ in the chat room. Uh, Jose Canseco's Twitter is amazing. Apparently, Jose Canseco's daughter is amazing too. I'm gonna just quote oh, that one. Yeah, of course, I've seen those pictures. Pussy braving. This yeah. is the part that gives the dick comfort. I feel so unsatisfied. Go ahead. Are those voiceovers from my girlfriend in Greece? <laughs> this is the part that gives the dick comfort. He's giving a tutorial. He's <laughs> talking about the villa. He's giving the dick comfort. Uh, I'm I, I can't. I'm sorry. That's all I've been thinking. I mean, look. I, you know, in the midst, is she gone? Like, is she know, on the flight already? No, she's not. This weekend, she leaves this weekend. Oh boy! By the way, this is this is, you know, despite all that's going on with work and Might like have... build, building this place and all this other stuff, and I just, you know, look at this. I I have I have this great bit of news that I you know uh, I was able to sell a show last week. So, right. Oh wow! Congratulations. Yeah, it's just a it's just a pilot or whatever, but like you know that's exciting. But I cannot 
enjoy it because all I keep thinking about is the amount of things she's going to get. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're literally sending her to Dick Spring spring training camp. <laughs> you know, she's going to get a lot of reps in. Uh, of, you can you can potentially a lot of fielding ground balls. She, I, she shag and flies. I can, I, can see her, I, can see her, I can see her potentially not, you know, navigating coming back. From, yes, I can see that. Too. And no, navigating away from like you know Greek guys, right? But what I how do you not? I mean, be honest with you, those guys are fucking dreamy as shit. Right, but I, what I but I what I what I can't grasp is how she's not going to fuck one of her coworkers. That I can't. I can't, I can't. That is going to be hard. That's going to be something. I feel like and Greek guys like, all smell like churros, too. Is and she's true? like, ill. Everybody's in their 20s. I'm like, you're in your 20s. <laughs> she's like, I don't want a younger guy. I want you. Why can't you understand? I was like, ugh. <laughs> because it doesn't make sense mathematically. Don't you understand? Living if ghost was, checking in. What happens in Greece stays in Greece, <laughs> even including does. your girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you're so fucked. <laughs> uh, I can't do this. I can't. I can't think of nothing else. I can only think of that every day. You I'll know, make a joke. You know something <laughs> comes wrong when you go show up at JFK and she gets off the plane in a wheelchair. <laughs> like this weekend, she goes, hey, you want to come with me to, you know, get clothes and shop for her trip? Like, fuck. No, I want nothing to yeah. do with it. I, 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 I was like, I shopping for to, clothes. I do it in the first place, but I, would, I especially wouldn't do it for that reason. <laughs> what you should have said to her is like, why are we going shopping for clothes? You're not going to be wearing any half the time anyway. So yeah, I said that too. <laughs> and you know, she's been like going out. Tan- she's been going tanning. Oh, uh, fucking Christ! You know, and she's getting completely naked in the tanning bed. Gonna make I'm her like, look like a nice piece of fucking. She's like, I don't want tanning chicken. I'm fucked. I just, I know it. Hey, let me ask you this. Do fucking guys in their mid-20s in Greece wear t-shirts over there? Because no one wears it. <laughs> Everyone's walking around with yeah. six-pack abs and delicious V-shaped back all exposed. Uh, John, uh, RCJ, check it in. Chris, she's going to the, the going to club, gonna take it in the ass chateau. Chateau is French. Uh, I expected it was a good better. try. It was a good fucking. I expect try. a little better from John. To that that, that Miami time. sunlight over there, I guess you. I'm telling you, it has the Arizona fucking sun. I tell you, 56 K bottom right here. This brain don't work too well. God, I'm so miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Let me play some fucking island tropical music to get you back in. The, no, that's trouble. What's, what's some Greek? Give me some other the Greek Zorba music. The Greek Zorba song is a Greek. Song. Give me, That's give me, give me some uh, like fucking Greek music, like fucking, like like. No. No. Give me some pussy breathing Greek no, no. music. They will be banging to that Zorba Greek song. That's, That's it. That's it. That's like banging That's the fucking my way by Frank Sinatra. I feel like. That's all. There's gonna be playing. There's gonna be ten dudes smashing plates and and dancing to that song, snapping their fingers. Zorba That's the it. Greek. That's it. That's all they're gonna fuck yeah. to. That's it. Yeah. And that's all they need to. Apparently, Zorba the Greek was a fucking movie, too. Pussy break. That's the part that gives the dick comfort. You wanna fucking eat the pussy? Hey, you. Pussy break. You wanna fucking eat the section? You refer to me as Fatty McFat Fat? <laughs> 
Oh, uh, you fuck. The thing is, like, 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 I don't know. That's right. Like, she's attractive. Okay? I know. So that's the problem. I too. know that's it's the not, problem. Like she's this dog-faced fat chick. You know what's also the problem? Because I, I have heard hints of her voice on the number of the Elaine videos you would send yeah, me. I mean, I could send you a photo. Yeah, I, and I've heard her voice. She's got a, one of those voices. She's got a nice voice. I'm Thanks. telling you, a voice goes a long way. <laughs> t- no, no I honestly, the, the one of the uh, prettier women I've ever dated had a raspy, like, smoking... Oh, my God, I tell you what. She could have looked like she got hit by a fucking truck. I still would have got a boner. You know what I'm saying? She could have had a fucking welt on her head, uh, you know, that had two eyes on it. I still would have fucking... Oh, unreal. Rasp, a raspy... with a zinger. Then I'm going to be smashing plates. It's going to be smashing your girl. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. We're gonna have a smush room set up, just like in the Jersey Shore. God, I wish I had a piece of porcelain in my hand that I could smash. Oh, here we go. Ready? This is what it's gonna sound like. This, I, I'm actually gonna break a cup for the sake of a fucking joke. It's gonna sound like what do you what do you say? Plates Please. breaking. <laughs> <laughs> You should have done it with the music playing. Whatever. I'm not a good setup. I can't believe you just broke that cup. I know. I'm going to have to clean that up later. You sacrificed the cup for this show. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. I got to make That's the jokes for the people. Bad no expense. Bad no expense. Now he's going to be drinking coffee from his hands. I've had that, cu- that, I've had that cup for two years. <laughs> Why'd you break the cup? I don't know. I just spilled half the drink on me, too. I know you don't have a lot of cups in that place. <laughs> I've been there. One down. <laughs> you got maybe like two cups left. That was one of my better mugs. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, well. You broke the mug. That's hilarious. Man. 56K modem. Honey, how was your trip? Fantastic. Oh, I will not ask one question about the trip. Get that shit. When she comes back, I'm going to know. And I also don't ask any questions. I'm going to say, hey, I was, I know you had an amazing time. I don't want to hear any stories. So you're going with that uh, don't ask, don't tell palsy when your girlfriend. No, I'm going with, I'm going to pack up whatever she's got at the place Mm. and just have it ready, you know? <laughs> so you're taking your shit when you come back from uh, your trip, or you stay? Because she's not good at covering anything up. She's not. You know, she weighs everything. She if she like if she does something, it all like it's she's wear she wears it. You know, and so when she's done something that upsets me in the past, like I know immediately. Mm, so, uh, let's yeah, see. Navy pilots spotted UFOs flying at hypersonic speeds. Uh, this is apparently in 2014 and 15. Uh, that's clickbait. Come on, that's clickbait. Is it the pilot? I feel like every like couple months we get like fucking a bunch of slew of UFO sighting shit. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? There's people watching us from other planets. No visible like, engines on these crafts or exhaust. How the plumes. fuck do you know? Are you up there? I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm, I, not, I'm I, reading a quote. You, how the fuck do you know that there's no engines on the fucking thing? Uh, these things would be out there all day. Uh, F-18 Super Hornet pilot said Ryan Graves. 
Did he buzz the tower of that F-16 fighter? I don't know, but he felt the need for speed, and then he blew Tom Cruise at some point. But I'm saying, like, did he he fly by the flying object? How close did he get? By the way, is, uh, when's the fucking, uh, when's Top Gun 2 coming out? I don't know, but, you know, who the fuck wants to watch that? I do, man. I want to know if he fucking, every fucking, I want to know if Iceman and fucking Tom Cruise ever got down. You know they were wanting to fuck each other, wingman shit all yeah, that time. This, is this a fantasy of yours? Not mine. Uh, somebody else's. <laughs> I don't know. Rocks? No, yeah, I'm sure Rock would love to fuck. What do you mean? Where are we? Oh, we're doing the radio show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I can't get through this. <laughs> well, you fucked. It's a bad place. It's a, it's a, place. Yeah, it's a thing. It's, you're fucked, and, um, and, and that's, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> I got the, I got the, I got, honestly, I, I got the call about the show, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that's great." I mean, more work for me, I guess. It's uh, <laughs> basically my reaction. <laughs> one. You know how hard it is to sell one of these fucking things, and Pilot, like, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy it. No, because she's going. She's going to Greece. This whole thing is. She's going to Day Dallas. She's going to this place right here. Uh, she goes. She goes so far to say, "Hey, if you feel like you need to fuck somebody while I'm away, oh, that dude, 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 you have my permission." She said, and I go, "No, you know, it's not about you giving me permission. If I wanted to fuck somebody, I'll just do it. You know, <laughs> so I don't need you to tell." No, it's great. She's going to be banging uh, in front of a pretty much floor to ceiling window, looking over the ocean. Look at that picture right yeah. there. Isn't that something you want to do? Mm. You want you don't want to miss out on that that opportunity yeah, to no, do that. How do you not? Because it's on your bucket list, you know. Like if I was there, of course I would be fucking pants to the ankles, fucking TJ Maxx and the fucking shit out of that place. <laughs> All those fucking socks that'd be killing them in Greece. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm literally bringing the show down. I, I'm, the, I'm so depressed about you, it. You're not. You're killing it right now. No. Uh, this is fucking the shit. <laughs> it's not the shit. I'm just miserable. I'm just miserable. Uh, once again, I love to thank Chris's. Chris might need a GoFundMe startup too. <laughs> yeah, I need the, I need finishing funds for the stairs. Might need to donate new girlfriends for Chris. <laughs> yeah, that I need a new life because uh, this one just isn't working out. It doesn't work out too well. Uh, oh God, I'm so pissed. <laughs> please, uh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe, and uh, it's just yeah, well, all we need is your ideas for how to find a new woman, Chris. <laughs> Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideas are accepted, and uh, nothing, nothing's a bad idea. So don't feel like, hey, like I don't have the right concept. No, I want to hear it. Want to hear it too? <laughs> also, if you have any advice on how to handle this situation, I'm more than happy to hear about it because. I'm out of ideas. I've tried to joke about it. I've tried to, you know, play it cool, but I can't do it. And I'm usually pretty good with this shit, but it's just there's something in me that this doesn't feel right. This whole trip, the fucking job, everything, like, everything is so perfect. You know? No, and I- I'm, the, I'm the only thing that's not. <laughs> so, like, that's the problem. <laughs> Trying to figure out if the fucking phone lines are working. I guess they're not. Damn it. Fuck, that sucks. Oh, people trying to call in? I think so. 
What's up with the fucking Skype and this fucking thing? It's gotta like, use something else, man. No, the Skype works great, but it just doesn't load sometimes. I don't understand why, and I can never open it. Use fucking, hands, it's man. a really, it's a cunt. Really fucking cunty. By the way, that should be a fucking diagnosed fucking thing by the the, the World Health Organization. Cunty. Because there's cunty certainly good. symptoms of that. Cunty's a good diagnosis. Yeah, it's, yes. it's discernible from other fucking things, too. And it's credible. It's a yeah. credible diagnosis. Burnout is not a fucking diagnosable. No. diagnosable just, you're a fucking wuss and you're fucking. Cunty is certainly pinpointable. Cunty is pinpointable. Let's go back to that. Feelings of energy depletion and exhaustion. That could be a symptom of cunty. Oh, all the things I'm... <laughs> right. Uh, symptom number two. When your girlfriend, who's 25, heads to an offside trip to find dick in Greece. And you can't do anything about it. That's a sim- symptom of burnout. Yes. Yes, it is. That is... Uh, that sounds a lot like what I have. Uh, reduced uh, professional efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> but, you you know, like, what are you supposed to do? Not fucking push forward? Like, oh, here's the fourth symptom of uh, burnout. Um, uh, do not want to enter Greek diners anymore. <laughs> uh, you're a scumbag. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. You can't eat the baklava anymore. No, fuck that. <laughs> With the kind of vigor and passion you did in the past. Uh, uh, no more souflaki for you. Uh, Chris is fucked, everybody. Oh, at least the show will go on. Thanks to all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to know. So that she goes. Week. So she goes this week, and she's back when? A week later. Nine days. Nine days. Yeah. Did you say this previous in the show? Well, her f- so she leaves on Sunday. The only spent- chance I thought you had was it was a weekend trip. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Like somehow the flight's delayed and they only get to spend like two Sunday. hours there. She leaves on Sunday, spends two days in London with, you know, the London office, right? Layover dicking. <laughs> all, the, all those limey bastards. Oh, fuck. Down, right? She's gonna bang then, on the brick guys. The fucking accents. And then the, basically the whole the whole company is chartering a flight to Mykonos. Unfucking real this company. I swear to God, I need. I to, mean, what what company does this? It's fucking. It, to be honest with this, Charlie and, and Chuck. Here's the worst part of it's it all. Charlie and the chocolate factory shit. They all make it seem like it's. Yeah, of course they should do that. Yeah, oh, they like they're entitled the to a fucking outside yes, trip. Yes, yes, Oh. All uh, expenses paid to fucking Yeah, grip. like, it's not like, this is not a big expectation. This is par for the course, par for, like, I, you know, I was talking to her friend that works there. It's like, you know, this is, don't take this for granted. This is a, she's like, yeah, I guess, you know, like, it's like, like, not a big deal. And I go, how many times did it, she's worked there for four years. I go, how many times did they do something like this? She goes, usually it's every other year they'll do a big, big trip like this. And then they'll do a small one in the. In How much does a fucking trip like that cost? What do you. I mean? First of all, if you look at that website, there's nothing less than $1,000 a night for a villa. Yeah. Okay? Now we're talking about, I don't know, at least 70 people. Oh my God. 
Okay? Oh, my God. This is the fucking couple million bucks. different offices. We're talking about San Francisco, London, New York. Three million bucks? Three million bucks? I don't know if it goes up that far, but it certainly is a, is it's, a, it's a large sum. It's in money. the fucking realm. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, we're talking about meals paid for, you know what I mean? Uh, John Dean, will check it in. A friend of mine went on a company retreat to Spain. Right. But he's in Germany. Is that really that far? No, that's not that far. That's nothing. That's like a short train ride. I could see if he was like fucking, you know, Seattle or something. That's a pretty, a pretty long way. All right. Anyway, thank you to everybody who donated to the uh, GoFundMe page. Uh, we'll start a new one for Chris to find a, uh, a new girlfriend. Food poisoning. You want to hear the best part? She she goes. Uh, the other day, food she poisoning. Like, oh, our sprained ankle could stop her from going. Go ahead. That's we team have left tickets yet. to see the Rolling Stones and No Gallagher. Yeah, she'll be rolling some stones in Greece in the, in the same week, right? Oh. In the same week, and I go. That's in August, and she goes. I'm just going to take the week off. Oh, because she's what? <laughs> just to see concerts. They don't really. Sense. They don't really need like, to be there. Yeah. And then you know, and I know we talked about this last week. She goes. You know, we get a month. We get a month of vacation days. Like a month of vacation. <laughs> month of vacation days, and every other year they go on a fucking offsite retreat. So she goes, "Why don't we use the days in between to go somewhere, like you know, a short road trip?" I'm like, "Where do you want to go? We want to see the fucking nation's capital in two days." I mean, like, what what trip is gonna even compare to what you? Yeah, honestly, with you, Chris, I wouldn't even worry about it. Come August, you're going to be calling me up going, hey, you want to go see Noel Gallagher and the Rolling Stones? <laughs> <laughs> I got an extra ticket. <laughs> no shit, you do. It was meant for someone else, but... Uh, yeah, you know. I know the story. You want to you see the Stones? And I'll, you know what I'll re- reply? Hey, did your girlfriend ever come back from Greece or she's still missing? <laughs> <laughs> and I always, I always watch this movie like at least once a month called The Long Came Polly. You ever seen uh, that? No shit. With Ben Stiller and uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Yeah, I think I've seen that. And like, you know, they go on their honey. He gets married at the beginning of the movie, and they go on their honeymoon. And she fucks the swimming instructor, the the, the scuba diving instructor. Oh, yeah. Have I and seen? And he comes, he comes back to work. Then, like, you know, like two days later, you know, he shortens the trip. He comes back to New York. And uh, he like he walks into his office, and uh, his boss is like this guy, you know, Alec Baldwin's this fucking guy from Chicago or whatever. And he goes, uh, you know, sorry about your wife. I knew that woman was a slut the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he like tries to come up with an excuse, and he's like, oh, you know, what are you gonna do? And he goes, no, 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 she's a dime store, it's dime store hooker if I ever seen one. <laughs> Uh, and that's what I'm thinking that she's you know gonna have sex with the scuba instructor who by the way and not to name drop was Hank Azaria yeah right? yeah and I just started talking to Hank Azaria about collaborating on a project with another client and I asked him I go hey uh, has anyone ever mentioned that that scuba dive instructor thing he goes yeah all the time everybody talks about my ass cause he shows his ass while he's fucking the girl yeah and he- I go <laughs> Hank Azaria plays that Brockmire in that fucking IFC yes. show. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. unreal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was so happy because I got to talk to him about it, and like you know, he's just a huge baseball fan. Yeah, and like he's basically he's like, a Mets fan, it's right? Really, yeah, he's a huge Mets fan. He's like it's really an ode to like old time baseball announcers and like how they would come up with this sound, you know? But yeah. What What happens when they're not on? 
you know, broadcasting. And I just thought it would be cool that the character would never be out of character, you know? And that's how Brock Meyer right, got came to be. Yeah. And he did a sketch on Funny or Die. It's and fucking he, unreal. It's an unreal fucking character. It's such a great right? show. It really is a great show. And he's a great guy, too. So, yeah. All right, fellas. Let's say goodbye to Chris's girlfriend. We'll find out. Kieran will be back in New York within a month putting an application in at this place. Yes. Next week's show is just going to be me crying yeah. <laughs> while she's up there. going to be all Greek-related. Uh, we're going to have her Skype in. Uh, <laughs> loving it in Daedalus. Whatever the hell it is. Daedalus. Greek god. It's the Greek god of Greek love. God. Greek god of love. No shit. Thank you to everybody who participated in the GoFundMe Lunatic Radio fundraiser. Yeah, you guys are amazing. You guys are unreal. And if you're ever in the New York City area and you'd like to go see some comedy, uh, hit me or Chris up, and uh, Chris will will certainly hook you up with some tickets to the Stand NYC for your uh, donation participation and, the, and help me out. It's it, unreal. Uh, the LR listeners, the Lunatic Radio listeners are the greatest podcasting listeners, the greatest radio listeners out there. You guys are the OGs, too. We've been around longer than all these motherfuckers. They're all rookies yeah. to us. Let's so, build it up back up and, uh, yeah. you know, fucking take over for the millennials. Yeah, we'll yeah. take over for the millennials. We'll teach them how to be uni- human beings. That's right. Uh, thank you to Misbehaving, John Lombardi, James Schultz, Sam. From uh, Team Left Jeb, Jason Brakefield, Chris Brakefield, Jake C., Casey Hosford, and Benjamin Timmers. You guys are amazingly generous people. Unreal. Uh, be honest with you, uh, karma, banking karma for days. That's what they're doing. You bank karma for days, months, weeks, years. For what your generosity you showed me today. And Thank you so much. you come up with something exclusive for them, right? Some I'll, I'm going to figure out some. I'll yes. send them all a signed we'll TJ Maxx suck. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys later. Final word. Go ahead, Chris. Quick. I'm fucked. It's too worse, but whatever. Peace, people. Thank you for checking out the lunaticradio.com show, and thank you for supporting us all these years. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>